Hello, you slithering serpents on the search for sensual sounds. You're listening to the LES podcast, and today we have such a mahoosive treat for you. In this episode, we get around the mic with the lads from CBC to do an exclusive track-by-track of their debut album, Get Real, that came out on the 13th of January, 2023. We sincerely hope you've got tucked into this album already, but if you haven't, fear not. You get to hear some snippets of the songs as we discuss them at length, and the tales and the anecdotes behind each track. So this episode covers side A, which includes tracks Hail Mary, Winston, Knock Knock, Sophie, and A No-Go. And if you've enjoyed this episode, then please don't stress, an episode discussing side B will follow closely. So let me clear the airwaves and kindly request that you sit down and soak it up. One, two. Sweet. Hi, hello. Hi. Right then, boys. CBC. Hi, Welcome hello. back to the podcast. Yo, 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 CBC. Hi, lovelies. I, I can't remember the last time we caught up. It must have been about a year, year and a bit ago. And this was before really? things kind of yeah. start. Well, things were happening for you, but things have started to happen for you in a, quite a real way, right? In a real way. <laughs> Yeah, uh, he was in my house, wasn't it? My yeah, my house. Yeah, um, I think we weren't allowed to say a lot of stuff, but there was a lot of stuff going on uh, behind the scenes. So <coughs> yeah, now it's all happening. So it's good to see it progress. Are we allowed to say it? Are we allowed to talk about it now? Yes, yeah. we are. There's no holes barred tonight. Yeah. Tell us what's going on, then, boys. Um, Dave's just got out of jail. Gbh. <laughs> <laughs> Dan's got a kid on the way. No, we um, we're in the middle of a kind of uh, a uh, a bit of a whirlwind of. Um, Emotion. Emotion. Uh, nah, it's just a lot of stuff going on. The management and the booking agents have just booked us a load of stuff. And So who are you with? We are with Jeff Baradale and Johnny Bradshaw uh, of Dad It Dit. And they are our managers. And they are absolutely dashing the game up. <laughs> Jeff Baradale, ex-Arctic uh, Monkeys manager. So uh, big up Jeff. Woo! And, uh, Bainham, was <laughs> Bainham was put a tray of drinks in the other week. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I, I uh, bumped into him soon, and I was like, "Wow, you know Jeff? Yeah, yeah." And then like, we just started like spraffing, having How's a yarn. Going, mate? And uh, yeah, I had a tray of drinks in my hands, and was spilt all over the fucking mixing desk before you set in soon. That's, <laughs> that's, that's why the power went off, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> that's that's why the power went off. You all along, Jimmy Bain. Fuck. Got yeah, like the Avengers all, all of really music management. Yeah, it's great. You. So um, <laughs> thank you to all of those guys who are supporting us and things, and. Uh, Thank you to Jeff and Johnny for for lining it up. Basically, it's uh, very well deserved. It's all getting real. But yeah, so you played the last summer. You played like a fe- like a whole host of festival shows. Yeah, it's our first festival run since we started, and we did insane, all absolutely insane all the big ones that we kind of know of and things. And why not? And Truck Festival and Ren and Leeds, and uh, it was like our first time playing on big stages and things. So that was great, and we got the crowds there. We didn't think because we all of our sets were like before three o'clock so um yeah to get the crowds there at like 12 o'clock and things was on a sunday after all the uh the real stuff had been happening you know what i mean i yeah. kind of like i don't know i kind of like a sunday because yeah. i'm in like yeah. a bit of a delirious state yeah yeah but we weren't expecting anybody to be like there most. so fuck that yeah. you now nah, you should have seen them chesco was shouting to people for certain temperature waters <laughs> <laughs> he was there getting his feet massaged <laughs> <Rocking> saunas <laughs> <a lot. laughs> nah, but yeah it was, it was great it was a great summer 
great gigs, and um, yeah, they all went. They all went very, very yeah, fantastically. Yeah, all like. Yeah, it was really kid. fucking awesome, actually. If you had taken me from like two years ago and said that my summer was going to be how it was, I would have been fucking gobsmacked. To be yeah. fair, it was fucking amazing. I think, uh, yeah, incredibly lucky to yeah. get where we. The adjustment we from were, where we are massive, well, tiny stages to like massive stages and playing to a fair few more people is fucking crazy. To be fair, I know like Truck Fest when we followed um, what are they called Yard Act, big up Yard Act. Uh, that was mental. I think that was the biggest crowd we've ever played to today. Yeah, is probably, it? Yeah. yeah. People's on Schultz shoulders. People's on oh, shoulders. People's on shoulders and, shoulders well. and shit, singing the words. Yeah, like in places we'd never been before as well, which was like a big yeah. thing for us. So you can't ask for more than that, really, nah, can you? Yeah, you can't. So great. thank you everybody who came to see us. And uh, the journeys have been fun as well. Um, yeah, we in the sort van. of in the van, we sort of live in our own sort of <laughs> outsider society sort of thing, <laughs> <laughs> where anything really goes. Yeah. Um, yeah. We've got a van now. You've yeah. got a big out of van. Yeah. It's, it's like Lord of the Flies, but inside of a van. So <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Lord yeah. of the Sprinter. like yeah. really, <laughs> you, you can break into harmony at any moment. The driver hates it. A thing we do where we start uh, going to the, let's go down, uh, let's go down, uh, let's go down a uh, rug of caves, rug of caves, let's go down a uh, rug of caves. <laughs> <laughs> it was that was the worst rendition we've ever done of it, but it's it's normally fire, and we got Bish and, and the driver in the front <laughs> going nuts as well. So <laughs> it'll be like, it'll be something along the lines of uh, we got another two hours till the gig. Sack the, the gig off, off. sack the, the gig off. off. Let's go down a rug of caves. Let's go down a rug of caves. And that is our full vocal warm up for the day. Well. Boys, yeah, I just want to say from us, it's very well deserved. We're like massive fans of your work, and um, thank you. We're, exci- and we're we excited to see you. where you go. Yeah, appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank nice you. To see you guys at the front of the shows all the time. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's nice to see you down the front, uh, uh, bringing the vibes. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. What do you mean? <laughs> what do you mean? Oh shit! Yes. <laughs> now you recognise yeah. me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he needs to get his top off. Isn't isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. Big up Bane. Big up Bane. Big up the LES boys. Thank you, man. We're we're going to support you all the way. Just um, appreciate that. Looking forward to it. Thank you. So tonight we're going to do a track by track of the new album, which is out today. Um, <laughs> and we're going to... It's so cold <laughs> in January, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, January rain. Yeah, so we're just going to go through each of the tracks, chat about them, and you tell us your experience of making it. we got some questions and yeah. go from there. So we'll go chronologically and um, we'll kick it off with Hail Mary. Are we going to do like a rating system for each song? Are you boys going to rate it out of 10? <laughs> Tell us how it is. <laughs> so, track number one, Hail Mary, 12 out of 10. Oh! Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah, track one, Hail Mary. So, whose who's song is that? Because I know you tend to share songwriting yeah, yeah, responsibilities. Yeah, yeah. This one came about because... Um, uh, I wish I could take it one at a time. It was about me being in Panic Shack and CVC at the same time and both of us getting... 
um, lots of opportunities to do different things and I wanted to take it one at a time like I either wanted to be in Panic Shack or I either wanted to be in CBC but obviously CBC is where my heart is so and his two girlfriends as well didn't it, it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it was that yeah <laughs> but uh, yeah so that's what that's about and Ben said to me once that this girl after the gig was talking all about him and I thought I'd take that line because it really resonated with me I thought that's that sounds really good so he's talking all about me that's actually a Ben man line, so you could claim some royalties on that Ben if you uh, <laughs> <laughs> if you really wanted to. Awesome. But um, yeah, so that's where that came from. It, 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 the, the the crux of the song came from me being in two different bands and wanting to pursue them both, but knowing that I couldn't and I couldn't spread myself that thin. <laughs> and I uh, think like when rec- when coming to actually record this song when we were tracking the album, it was like probably the hardest one we had to do because mm-hmm. I think we did like four or five takes where the drums went right. Thanks, Tommy. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and like the original demo we had was like one of the best demos we've ever done I think Dave and Chesco came on mine and we just bashed it out in one day we were like trying to recreate the demo but we just never could pull it off so it took us about five takes and we ended up with that somehow so it, I think it, it worked out quite well yeah, if, it? You, if you listen really closely on the outro um, you can hear you can hear the um, logic drums in the background, the demo drums that we used as like a placeholder, yeah, still but I'm still drums. playing over them, yeah. and you can sort of hear the little, yeah, the logic hi hat ringing through. But uh, yeah, I, I, I'm really proud of that tune, and a lot of people have said to me that that's like their favourite one of the. Yeah, CBC, it's definitely my so favourite of the album. I'm happy with that one. I always thought it was a write-off, but then uh, people people convinced me otherwise. So, so yeah, you brought, you it brought it to the boys and then flesh it out from there. I'm pretty sure, uh, yeah, that was kind of totally finished in its entirety. And it was like, yeah. Um, and then we recorded it and then I'm not sure whose idea it I was. I remember was saying, like, Dave, we have to yeah, put Skeleton Dance like on the end. And they were like, nah, what the, f- what, what the fuck are you on about? Like, for at least two months. Yeah. And then I put it on and you were like, yeah. The 6-8 bit at the end is, is a song called Skeleton Dance that was like years old. And yeah, then Elliot said that, is that. Is that still up on the YouTube? It's down now. It's I down. It's down. down. Yeah. But uh, Elliot said that we should splice that on the end, and, and we tried it, and it, it worked perfectly. So yeah. Well, I think it's quite apt as well that like the first song in the album like has a reprise. Yeah. Because I think I, and it like fades out from the uh, reprise as well, yeah, so yeah, it kind of yeah. sets the tone of what to expect tone, for yeah, the album. It's like you never know what uh, tune is coming up next, and uh, yeah, I'm really happy with that recording. And by the time we get to the end, it's please no more reprises. Please no more fade outs. <laughs> I, it's yeah. funny. I, I remember sending that to Ross, who's um, like mixed the album for us, and I was like, "Should we take this off because we don't really know if it's like right? No, it would just end on the on the root chord like a G." But he was like, "No, nah, that's cool as fuck. You don't hear anything like that on the radio, so leave it on." That's, that's a good why I stayed. Point though, where, where was it all recorded in the same place, mixed and mixed with the same person? How did how did you put it all together? Uh, well, Tommy did the drums in his shed, and then we did the rest in in Elliot's house. And uh, I think um, I recorded that skeleton dance bit um, years ago, and I didn't have the stems, so we just had the logic demo. And it was like, well, we can't take the drums off, so Tommy's just going to have to play over him. Yeah. <laughs> and he was a little bit out of time in that, but that's just Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> nah, he's he good. You boys are rinsing me tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, he, yeah, he had no choice to, uh, other than to play over the Logic drums that were already on there. Logic, by the way, if anybody doesn't know, is like a... What is it? Is it's it, like is a recording. It's a recording, recording software. software. And you can, you can make... Um, a door you know, like fake drums. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. D- digital yeah, audio no workstation. People who yeah. don't know that don't understand. Yeah. But if you're talking on the basis <laughs> of... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fair. I, d- yeah. I didn't know that. 
But if you talk, I was, I, I'm yeah, learning, yeah. I'm learning new stuff about my own band. From this, no, I knew that. Surely that's. I didn't know the Logic drums were on there. Mad. A wow. But the whole album was actually recorded on one mic. We need to tell everybody as well. Elliot brought one microphone. How much was it, Al? Apart from the four I used on the drums. I, tell them the I had my Basically, I spent my whole student loan on, on recording equipment for the album. <laughs> <laughs> um, hopefully, it'll pay off one day. <laughs> uh, it was <laughs> worth it, man. Tell you well, yeah. yeah. It definitely was. It cost about 200 quid. Yeah, yeah. We should write to Road, actually. Someone was telling us yeah, the other day yeah. and, and tell them to give us loads of free mics. Because we used their mic on the first album, you know? And you obviously know what you're fucking doing with it. <laughs> well, yeah. Slap it in front of the amp. <laughs> you're good. I'm pretty sure I'm pretty sure it almost broke on the last song, did it? Yeah, broke, broke on the last through the album yeah. and I had to write oh, to Road yeah. to get another one. And they actually sent one. So big up Road, thank you. Big up Road, sponsor <laughs> us, motherfucker. <laughs> do, I, uh, do, I, do I pick up on some yeah, horns yeah, as yeah. well? Is there some horns on there? No, there's no yeah, horns. Yeah, it's a saxophone. Horns? Yeah? Yeah, it was in saxophone. Oh, yeah. It is a saxophone. Oh, who's on the, who's on the sax? Is it anyone Elliot in this room? Elliot is on the sax. That's me. Yes, brother. Well, you're on trumpet, bro. Oh, oh, it's a woodwind instrument, but I'll allow it. Yeah. If you didn't hear that, <laughs> blow your own trumpet. <laughs> you're not ready! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it sounds awful, to be fair, the, the sax on there, but... Shut up! Say that again. Say it again. No, no, no. It sounds awful, but... Awesome, brother. Let's hear it. Sorry, sorry, awesome. Yes! Yeah, it sounds cool, and that's probably my favorite as well. Let's go track two then, yeah? Track two! Right, boys, we're uh, we're back, and that was Winston, the second single. Yes, it was. I don't want to um, get caught talking about reprises too much, but that's a pretty good place to start with this one, right? The yeah. reprise, and we were just talking about where that came from. So, Dave, that was at your dinner table, was it? Yeah, I was um, I was at my father's dinner table actually when I wrote this, and um, I remember playing it, and I was recording a voice note on my phone, ready to send to the boys of the song without the bit at the end and mid recording i just went into that bit you know the and on the recording i have it somewhere and um i was like fuck yeah definitely that and i remember sending it to the boys no reply as you <laughs> just like oh, oh, yeah, that's not true it. sure yeah no no nothing on that nothing on that but um yeah i wrote the song about um uh about um, the radio just playing songs that I didn't like because I was catching the 400 to university at the time. And, uh, yeah. Big up 400. Big up the 400 from um, Church Village to Cardiff. Yeah, and that bit at the end is like, when we play that live, I think that's like one of the best parts of the gig and smoking our cheese all through the night. Yeah, because you speed like it up a bit live yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fun. Speeds up and up and up and up. And, um, 
Yeah, I like that bit because Elliot goes crazy and he starts screaming into the microphone, which He's is like quite I'm weird. I'm so alone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, come from nowhere, that bit. <laughs> you're my heart, mate. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, like, it comes from his heart. I like think when we play that, somebody live, find him. <laughs> a lot of uh, a lot of people sing along to that one, so I like that for that reason. And um, you got Elliot on vocals in this one, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. I th- thought Elliot would do a great job of singing this one, so I, and he did. So Smashing thank you very job. much, Al. Thanks. Yeah, you battered it. Yeah, there's lo- there's loads of cool stories out about this song. To be fair, my favorite one was in um, in that outro bit. I think it got to about six o'clock at the end of like the third or fourth day we were making this because this was one of the first ones we made. Yeah. Um, everyone else left, and Dave was just like, "I just want to do one more like guitar bit." So I recorded it, him doing it, and he was like, "That's shit. Just leave it off." So I muted it, and then right when we came to send the tracks off to being mixed and mastered. I was just going through and labeling everything. I unmuted it and I was like, fuck, <laughs> that's fucking insane. <laughs> and it's like the best guitar bit on the album for me. He plays like there's a solo over in the background. Yeah. If you listen to it, it's so good. Um, yeah. And the strings as well. Where, where did the strings come from in that one? That was Elliot's doing, wasn't it? You, yeah. you had contacts from Pe- Pigeon Wigs, was it? Shout out Pigeon Wigs. Go on, Dan. Yeah. I was going to make a joke and be like, that was me. But it just happened. <laughs> 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 no, nah, we, got, we got a cello player and a violin, a violin player. player. Do you know her name? Yeah, Charlie, I'm not going to say the second name because I'll completely mess it up. But she's really cool. And they sorted us out because the strings sound wicked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they're cool. wicked, yeah. That was a massive point in the song for us because we had like that little middle eight and we thought it was like a little bit bare. And if you're alive, I always do like the ooh of while she plays on violin and obviously can't play it off as better as her but yeah that was class that was a class addition to the song yeah i think it's the only one with strings in now as well i know we did it with one of my old demos but yeah that that just worked so well and it was it was great for us and you 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 boys obviously like you've created your own sound since you've been a band but you've obviously got influences and stuff like all bands do it feels like a little bit of like a nod to the Beatles a little bit yeah, with the the outro and yeah. the, the keys and that bit. I think, yeah, I think after a few people told me, they were like, that sounds like a few Beatles tunes. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. I might have ripped them. I wouldn't say that, though. Yeah. I wouldn't say that. you ripping us off for you. Tip of the hat. Tip of the hat. Yeah. yeah it's e- a tip of the hat. Everything it's homage, homage, isn't it? Yeah. It's Most. It's postmodern world yeah, now. it's progressive, isn't it? Everything is an, an add-on to something yeah. else, isn't it? It's like Lego. Yeah, yeah. Keep yeah. Going. And it still sounds like CBC. It yeah. doesn't sound yeah, yeah, like yeah, a Beatles cover band. Yeah. Beatles, yeah. Everything sounds like the Beatles, Beatles, you know? Yeah, yeah. Everything, because yeah. they invented exactly. so much. Like, yeah, exactly. But I remember pl- I remember um, playing that tune to my friend Jacob Church of Sock on his 12 string um, Dan Electro guitar. Miss you, Sock. <laughs> we miss you so much. <laughs> and he told me that he really liked it. And uh, that was one of the reasons why I pursued that song into taking it to the band and things because there's a lot of stuff that we write that we don't bring to the band yeah but he, he was like you should you should pursue that so um thank you jacob for uh giving me some confidence on that one because i wouldn't have if he hadn't have been there no it's the sixth song and i want to know you. as well it was the second second single release right mm-hmm. what was the thought process in following docking the pay with that one and why you kind of picked this one as a single I think it was mostly just a bit of a juxtaposition. I used Whoa! Whoa! You brought down the juxtaposition! He's got a degree. Everybody watch out. He used that word four times today already. (laughs) And it was all building to this moment. Pocket thesaurus. It was. It was. It was. It was. uh, Say it again. Go on. It was a juxtaposition. Whoa! (laughs) No! Nah, it was like a full... 
like Doc and the P comes and hits hard, and I think Winston showed off another aspect to our band, and I think it was fucking sorry. But Tommy's complained about the man spreading. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, nah, I think it was a massive switch up, and we yeah, just wanted to display what we can do, basically. Multifaceted, uh, yeah, <laughs> multifaceted. Get that with juxtaposition yeah, yeah, on the yeah, triple yeah. weird score. You're done. <laughs> <laughs> you're good. If we were having a Scrabble game right now, <laughs> fucking hell, we do well. But yeah, he is right. Like just the two. Because there's lots of sides to this band. I think we do we do a lot of different things, and to come out with Doc and the Pay and then follow it with something similar would have been like just not not the right yeah. thing. Because just to show people like you know we do all sorts of different things. So yeah. yeah also, that's com- just what our managers told us to do. So we didn't really <laughs> have much choice. <laughs> We've lost creative control. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You know, it, uh, it's a. G- I thought it was a good move, and um, I was want to come back as well. You spoke about the radio section. Uh, I want to speak about. About the lyrics as well, if we can get some sort of understanding of what yeah. was going on there. Pass it over to Dye for that thing. Well, oh, I had this line time after time. I see the washing on the line, and um, I remember saying that out loud once, and the, the people who were in the room with me, I won't mention any names, kind of laughed it off. And um, I thought the fact that they laughed it off kind of spurred me on to pursuing that. And um, I was just thinking about because I, I was when I was writing it. I was looking at the washing on my line and thinking like, fuck me, I've been wearing the same clothes for like the last <laughs> three years. So it was like time after time, washing on the line, I see the same old clothes on the same old line. Or something like that, isn't it? What's the word? Yeah, that's the one, that's the one. But, um... Sense yeah. of humour is a big thing for you guys, isn't it? Hmm? Sense of humour is a yeah, big definitely. thing Yeah, definitely. Like, we all fucking, like, every time we meet up, we're all just laughing all the whole time. So I think, like, to get that into the music is a, is a very big thing. Like, we take ourselves seriously, but... In in the bigger picture, it's it's all it's just a fucking laugh yeah. at the end of the day. But um, and then I remember riding on the bus and thinking like, I've heard this song like three times today already in the same bus route. So I kind of just like those two things clicked in my mind, and it was like getting your washing done as a metaphor for the same fucking songs that are coming on the radio and the same washing that you keep having out on your line. And I thought that was quite quite cool because I've always struggled with lyrics, and I thought that was like kind of surprised myself with that one and I was like oh this isn't yeah. this isn't even yeah. that bad that's smarter than I thought it was yeah I didn't, just thanks, Dan. I didn't even realise it was about that yeah. bro so yeah hard yeah. thanks yeah. boys I always <laughs> thought it was the strongest strongest lyrically on the album yeah, so I'll give yeah. you credit with that Elliot knew Elliot knew I sing it so <laughs> Yeah, but that's what it's about. Yeah, it's I knew it was something about the four hundred and playing some shit songs. Yeah, but that's always the case. But yeah, yeah, that's deep, bro. It is quite deep that's for deep, me personally. Yeah. My most of my lyrics are quite, you know, surface tension. But uh, I thought that one went a little bit deeper than I'm usually uh, known of. for. Capable <laughs> of, yeah. So uh, <laughs> I, I was happy with that. M- more than three inches in. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Juxtaposition. <laughs> Boom. Crawling all around to see a sleeping people on my floor, yeah, yeah. And from what I see, it's fine by me, yeah. And that's all I need. I say no. Synthesizer or no, it's added on to logic. logic. Yeah, added yeah. on to logic. That's yeah. what I got. Yeah. I'm excited to hear about 
what you're on about. So what? You so <laughs> <laughs> so talk, you're just talking whilst that song was playing. Can you just explain to us a little bit about what you were well talking about then? First of all, the song came about because um, we had a folder on. Um, I think by this point we'd like almost finished the album, tracking it anyway, and like we were maybe like a song or two short of just making it pop. So this was and a filler. Yeah, <laughs> kind of. Yeah, Dave had a folder on on our Google Drive folder of the demos, and I was like listening through one. And I was like. Boys, this song is way too good not to go on the album. I remember showing Tommy actually in a night out in Cardiff, and he's like, "Fucking hell, <laughs> <laughs> yeah!" Yeah, and that was outside um, the the new Blue Honey, which was called the Deep, the Deep. The deep. Yeah, I remember, yeah, yeah. I remember you showing it. I have yeah. yeah. no re recollection yeah, I at all. Obviously, you were wasted. You were wasted. Yeah. Get too deep. Absolutely smashed. I'm trying to keep. <laughs> I think then we just tracked the drums the next day, did a couple more days on the album, finished that song off, or started song before we finish it off um what were we talking about Keyboard well part. Ah, okay. Keyboards. so yeah it was it was missing about like it was missing a bit of a bit of umph the song i think after we just like recorded the keys so i put a synth part on and like the the cool like crystally effect in the background is like a sound toys plugin called the crystallizer yeah it adds so much to that song yeah it just fills up the space a bit which is really cool that's other plugins are available <laughs> <laughs> yeah this isn't sponsored Go on, Dai, talk them through the thing brev it's your thing um, this is your song dave yeah this one came about because i played a court uh, i was in lockdown and i was living in dan's house in uh, Cardiff, rent free. Other houses are available. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know if they are, man. Yeah. Too expensive. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I played this one chord, which was the opening chord, and I really liked the chord. And Other chords are available. What was the chord? <laughs> it was like an I don't know what it is. I don't know. Is it an E minor? Something. B sharp. Oh. Um. Hmm? Yeah, so I liked the chord, and then I wrote the lyrics about when I used to live in Roth, and um, Dan and Chesco <coughs> in particular used to come over my house like every night and bring a stack of cans and just um, drink until the morning. I was in uni at the time, and I'd wake up, and they'd all be like... And unwanted rowdiness, essentially. Yeah, sleeping in my living room, and I'd be like, fucking hell, boys, i got to go to uni, like, like stepping all over all these sleeping bodies, trying to get to the coffee... And um, yeah, it's about that. Just want to be on your own. <laughs> yeah, it was like, can you can you fuck off? <laughs> but they didn't get it. They we didn't. We get never it. fucked off. <laughs> but um, it's yeah, an honestly, it's an absolutely incredible song. And Thank to be you. on the first album and to be a song that you guys almost didn't put on, I think it's yeah, it was, outrageous. It was, a, it was an afterthought, wouldn't it? It was like a, it was a, it was a point where we were like, oh, we're not gonna put knock knock on the album, and then it was just like. Yeah, Elliot pretty much championed for it to be on the album. It I don't think if it weren't for him, I yeah. don't think it would have been on the album. To be fair, at that point there was, I think, on the mic. To be fair, at that point there was about 15, 16 songs. Was it? How many are on the album now? It's, t it's eleven now, but I think there was about fifteen. Yeah, there was about fifteen, sixteen songs. So we had to knock, knock. knock. Uh. Ah! <laughs> <Juxtapose>! <laughs> yeah. Whoa! Yeah, we had to knock a couple off uh, this album. To sacrifice, mm. and yeah. I think Knock Knock was the one that stood out massively I'm on my part. Yeah. Anyway, I'm right on it, no, bro. I'm right on it. But yeah, I think that was the one that we were all settled on to be like, right, this is the yeah. the fucking one that we want on there. Um, and it was by far the most polished. And I also think that it's a bit of an ode to like what's gonna happen next. Bit of the new, the next mm. CBC chapter is kind of going to yes. be touched yeah. on this. Yes, it's a yeah. massive nod to what's coming next. We started experimenting with 
Elliot's profit mostly and like a lot of like synthy parts. And I think that's the kind of route that we want to go yeah. down now, starting to actually make not meaning well they're all meaningful songs but yeah. like we not build up on ideas of like what we've already got and things like that yeah we got about four i reckon at least minimum four albums worth of songs so uh end of the line is if you want to start a 70s psych funk band and you've got thousands of pounds <laughs> we, we got a back catalog for you, you know what I mean? um, we're good that's the truth yeah that's you guys are truth. a six-piece band and songs like this and sounds like this are really good at like showcasing you all, you know, like a richer, fuller sound. So I'm excited to hear that next chapter. Yeah, man. Whatever it may be. Me too. Um, yeah. Just yeah. want to talk about those la la la's. The la la la. La. harmonies are a huge part of your band and your sound, like a massive part, and they what make they are what make you unique. What, what how did it work in this song? Because like those la la la's only came in one section. They're not like the whole. Oh, I'll pass yeah. that fully over to Elliot. Yeah, I actually don't think Chesco sang on this song, did no, you? I did not sing on this. I, song. Do you remember how the la la's came about? I think this was just like because it was so after the fact of recording it. Like it was just me and Dave doing this one. I think after Tommy did the drums. Do you remember how the la la's came nah, about? Nah, man, it, it doesn't sound like one of my ideas. That's an early that's idea yeah. if I've ever heard one. Like yeah, I, that's a classic. I can't remember but honestly. Fucking la's yeah. like yeah. over a verse. Yeah. It sounds like an Elliot idea. What about we do the what about we do the backing vocals on an offbeat? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That's standard Elliot. I think. Like then can we talk? Can we take two minutes to talk about maybe not just on this song, but you guys as a band and the harmonies and how they how important they are to you your sound? I just think they've influenced us massively from all the artists we listen to yeah. in our lifetimes. To be honest, like yeah. Beatles, Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, even like Pink Floyd or like yeah. that really reverby vocals and things like that. Especially for me, like that's the kind of stuff which I grew up on being around all these boys and them showing me music mostly. Um, and yeah. I think that that was just something where we came together and it was like yeah. we were all aiming in that right, like the same direction where we were, were like, we want to be a harmony band because harmonies sound fucking banging yeah, all the like time. Yeah. A single vocal doesn't sound as good as. Yeah. three vocals together which are all yeah. in harmony double tracked so double tracked <laughs> <laughs> everything in this yeah. fucking whole album Dave, Dave once said you can never have too much harmony yeah it's true, it's true. It's I, true. I think like even in even thing, in yeah. human beings yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoa, we're yeah. all in harmony <laughs> let's all work in I our way agree. but you yeah, know what I mean like much. it all sounds fucking great and yeah. I think we always six just heads are better than one isn't it yeah our songs to sound great and I think we're all good enough singers in, in Elliot <laughs> to uh, to actually pull it off. So yeah, I think I think that's what we're aiming for at the moment. Yeah, and it's also a way to cover up our mistakes. Is like slap sixteen tracks of harmonies on, and you can't really tell. <laughs> crank our reverb up. <laughs> every time, every time we end up in a recording studio with somebody who isn't in the band, one of them usually Dave will be like, "Can we have more reverb on that?" And they'll turn around with like a look as if, "Are you fucking mental?" <laughs> It's because we're not we're not <laughs> built as singers. I don't think well, Elliot is trained, but me and Chesco are kind of just ragtag. So I think yeah, when we like when we want to sing in harmony, you know, you just yeah, I need it. Like yeah, we I'm need definitely it. not trained, by the way. I don't know what the fuck he's talking <laughs> you're, about. You're trained a trained opera singer, aren't you? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. you caught me half away. Choir one time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I think we we always love reverb because if you have it through your headphones and you're recording on Logic, it yeah. always just sounds fucking great. Also. Can we give a shout out to Ben? Because he's not here, but Uh, vocally, 
He's fucking awesome, man. Oh, yeah. You wait we'll till the new album, boys. So, well, hang on. Oh, wait, till track, 12, wait till track 12, mate. Wait till track 12. What can he do? Because the bass as well. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the best bass player yeah, in the whole world. I mean, it's kind of when we were prepping, prepping for this, we'd have to like refrain from, we had to pick which song to talk about the bass on. Because I feel like we could talk about the bass on sure, a yeah. lot of tunes. But we should so talk we'll about it right now. <laughs> 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 no, but we'll, uh, we'll go on to the next tune now. So, um, Sophie. Oh, so Daniel. Daniel. So that's track four, Sophie. Before we get into it, Daniel, are you still in love? No. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. No, I'm dying. It's a lie. Lucky you off the mic, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, I am in love. Not after this, bro. I'm a very lucky young man, to be fair. <laughs> love you, Daniel. Take the mic. No, fair enough, lads. Yeah. The way it's arranged as well. I know we probably didn't quite hear it then, right? But like the left and right of the... Um, with the vocals on top of that, it's pretty unreal. Who was um, who was that? Who was that? But do you want to talk about the song and, and how it came about? Because vocally, I don't know. Sorry, I'm not even on the mic. No, go on, go. Vocally, it was just doing whatever Dan wanted us to do. I think on the day, um, Dan wrote the song, and then kind of just brought it to us. That's what I remember, and we I just did what I was told on that day. I think yeah, you wrote the song, came to. It's a long time ago, but I think you came to me and the band, and you were like, oh, "I got this song," kind of happened like that, and then. To be perfectly honest, gave it to me to sing. I can't even remember what I had for breakfast, so <laughs> this is uh, you're asking the wrong person. Panning wise, but, uh, what you're on about there, from left to right, though, I think was a lot done in pre-production by Ross Orton, who sorted us out massively with our whole album, bearing in mind, which he fucking smashed. But this song. Daniel, bruv. Yeah, this Take is the away. yeah, this is the the f- first. I yeah, I was quite far behind. I think musically in every sense, to everybody else in the band, and this is the first song that I had, which was like worth anything in any way. I think, and it ended up on the album, and uh, I'm incredibly happy with it. And it wouldn't have been what it is now without everybody else in the band. So I can't take full <coughs> credit for it because there's great things on that track which wouldn't have been there if it was just me on my own particularly that fucking hard as fuck but yeah it was yeah but i'm happy to uh to have that slip on there and yeah I don't know. It's a good song. Not as good as the rest of the album, yeah. I think. Oh, I disagree. Nah, that's uh, not a lot of my mates just said it's their favourite. So. Yeah, yeah okay. there's a lot of people who nah, think yeah. that's their favourite on the yeah. album. I'm really I'm proud for of you you two have let me even sing that song, to be honest. like Thank That's you. like a highlight of my set, singing, especially the quote-unquote verse, which I think is a chorus. <laughs> yeah, so there's some argument about strong song structure. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But, but, you know, it's, you know, all, it's chorus. You know that? Really 
There's no verse. There's no verse. There's no verse. There's no verse. Stop it. I only write choruses. I've also... I've also hit the highest note I've ever sung ever in my entire life in that song, which is a backing vocal. No, you're on about American Ultra. No, the... Oh, yeah, yes. Which is the highest note I've ever hit in my entire life, and I will never hit it to this day. <laughs> but yeah, I'm really proud of uh, Naniel for sing- making that song and also letting me Cheers. pull it off live. And uh, bless, I really man. love that song. And uh, Sophie, you dumped. Oh. <laughs> Back to the underground so. Rio. <laughs> <laughs> but the whole song like builds as a massive crescendo, right? And then like, that, the, the solo's got some space in it, and that mm. like, builds as well through the solo, right? Until you literally kick on at the end but yeah. yeah it's um what do we add it with that uh, live is the uh i don't want to fall in love uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 it's hard yeah it's that's a mass that's my like that's my favorite yeah. song to play on piano and sing to be honest is it and that song is because of it but yeah it's a great song yeah we we mesh that up live and we sing that chorus over the end of the nannies i loved it it's also Which the same chords i didn't do this on purpose i swear Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> didn't. But it's uh, almost cut my hair, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like that same kind. I didn't of know that. Swear, I want to bit of that this morning. It's yeah. also wild life. Wildlife, yeah, wildlife by wings. Is same it? Board, yeah. yeah, it is. The same Mad. Board. Fair. Yeah, right. Fair play. You're up there, Dan. We're the best of them. Basically the same, isn't it? Really. Yeah, it's a good representation of your life without. Meaning. Meaning, yeah. yeah. Like that song for me is you in essence, Daniel Jones. Fair. It is, to be fair. Whenever I sing it, I'm always like, I, right, I need to embody the fucking Daniel. And that's a hard body to embody, to be honest. <laughs> I also feel like that song was the easiest to get done on the album because I feel like we finished it first. No? I remember being like, this one's done, let's move on. And it sounded sweet. So, uh, yeah, it turned out well. I can't remember what the first was, but yeah, hopefully it was that. Yeah, I loved that. I loved every minute of it. Performing it and recording it. It was great. Well done, Dan. Well, well done, done, mate. Tap him off. Woo! Right, now you're out of the van. I do <laughs> want to ask a question about the lyrics. Are you saying that it's like the first song you wrote and presented to the band? Yes. Uh, it feels quite like a mature lyrically to like pair everything. Because it's so easy, I think, when you first write a song to try and cram as much as you can in yeah but it's very minimal and it works by being minimal if that makes sense mm. yeah massively yeah yeah fair i i i feel like um the more i try and say things that are smart the worse they sound basically yeah. so uh, if as long as i don't know just try and be as honest as possible and be as direct and even if that isn't eloquent or smart, I feel like if you're conveying the correct message. Yeah. Because it's, yeah. b- it's borderline risky, isn't it, to write a song that repeats the similar line so yeah. much. But it like the sentiment, I think, is more yeah. succinct and yeah. sounds pretty powerful. Yeah, it's great. I d- yeah. I don't know. To be honest great with you, I don't know. Manual. Yeah. 
Thank yeah, you. It's, it's great songwriting without even realizing it. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. Yeah, nah, that's just part of the beauty, though, isn't it? That you just feel yeah, like you exactly. didn't realize you were just like expressing yourself and bringing it to the boys, and then that yeah, that flows yeah. It's through a one it. in a million songs like, for you. I think. I think that. No, no, that's awful. That's that's a mad thing to say. No, no, I understand. No, I. Don't you dare say that. We're glad we didn't get that on the mic. I understand. That's not what I meant. I meant yeah. that it was like the first. I meant that it was the first song you ever like made, and it means a lot to you. And it was a one in a million song in that way, not in the yeah. way that you can't write yeah. any other good also, song. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, yeah, I, I 100% understand what you're saying, and I agree with you. But I, I also feel like uh, the more you try to sound fancy and cool the worse it gets. And I feel like if you, if you, music is to do with like emotion and feeling and how you feel and what you want to represent. And if you can do that in a very direct way without being too direct, then that's the best angle you can go for. So if you can say what you want to say in as little words as possible, that's the best way you can say it, I think, isn't it? Concise. Yeah, I drink it up. Concise. Yeah. Well, it's like four words in the whole song, probably. We also have to explain what Naniel means. Naniel is an adaption of Daniel, yeah. which is pretty obvious, to be fair. But Naniel is uh, from Wales and is Nan Irene. God rest her soul. Uh, used to we used to ring him up when we were like 15, 14 years old, and we'd be like, "Oh, is Dan in, please?" And she'd literally just shout up the stairs like. Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> Daniel, <laughs> and then that is where Naniel has come from, and that is. It wasn't as harsh as that. It was. It was harsher. It was harsher. It was literally like it that's, was literally it that. Like that's some sort of army. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> an army drill. Like yeah, that was an army drill. It was. Move your maggot. <laughs> it was at best. Nanya Nah, it was. Nanya It's fucking David, love. He wants to write the fucking song or something, love. <laughs> but yeah. So now it's Naniel forever and always. Yeah. Rest in peace, Irene. Yeah, rest in peace, Irene. Rest in peace, Irene. Track five. Next song. What is it? A no-go card. <laughs> yeah. Your food's ready. But I don't want my food, mama. You're having your food time. Last night I smoked all of my weed on my own. They told me. Yeah, so that last song was a no-go. Um, quite intricate lyrics, hard to decipher. Well, tell me, what's it about? Uh, it was about Dan. The chorus, anyway, was about Dan. Um, Went to True Fest, didn't he? Yeah, and he fell out of a tree and broke both of his arms. And the verses were about smoking too much dope on your own. And the so trees are available. You can't just glance over. Yeah, I'm gonna go back to. I'm gonna go back to Dan. So the chorus is about Dan falling out of a tree in a festival and breaking both of his arms. 
Bear in mind he's a keyboard player, so he needs them, both of them. <laughs> also, for pretty much everything else in life, you would need your arms. What about, <laughs> what about running? Yeah, running, like marathon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but go on, Dan. You tell him a story of the arms, mate. Go Come on, on bro. Yeah, yeah, you have to. You have to relive it. This w- for this now. Yeah, there was for this now. Yeah, <laughs> for this now. Na- for this now, I'll tell the story. Uh, yeah, um, I had just finished uni, and I went to a festival. And it was one of my first ever festivals. <clears throat> it was the first festival I've ever been to, actually, which was shit because I was I had Green Man the week after. No, I had Green Man the week after, which was supposed to be the big one. And um, all I remember is having a couple of beers slash... Other things, things then. Other, other things. things, other, other things. things. Mentos. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> Starbursts. <laughs> fruit, fruit pastels and other things. Uh, yeah, <coughs> and I remember um, Jake Church again. He's come up twice. Big up Jake, uh, Church. Jake Church is your fault. Uh, <laughs> he, he, I remember him being. Uh, he said, ra- "He said Dan raised this guy up a tree," and then I didn't even remember thinking that was a good idea. I'm being like, and then I just heard that sound, <laughs> and then, and then I was forty foot in into a tree, and then I vaguely remember slipping off a branch and landing on the floor, and uh, yeah, and now and now my arms made of metal, <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> So moral of the story is don't eat fruit pastels and climb trees. <laughs> <laughs> Not up. unless you want to yeah. get a song out of it. Yeah. Unless you, yeah, okay. Exactly, yeah, yeah, exactly. It came with good things. It came with good things. I might have a photo of you, Do you want to look? Yeah, let's see this yeah. picture. Oh, you don't want to see that, bro. Yeah, it's bad. Honestly, it makes soul? me feel really sad when I see you, actually. Yeah, I've done loads of stupid shit in my life, and that is the only thing I would not do again. <laughs> you got a fag in his Wait, how well. the Oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, yeah. That, yeah. Yeah, he got pinned oh. and everything, bro. Yeah, yeah. 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 I'll tell they you what the best. That tell you those were like drilled into my bone because I'd crushed my wrist into dust. So they were like you had to drill that into your bone there, so your wrist stays in. He was like, uh, so I can do this now, but he like I can move my wrist from f- upward facing to downward facing. But he was like, if you had had a different doctor, he would have just fused your arm so that your palm was facing upwards permanently. So I wouldn't oh, have been able. I wouldn't. So I wouldn't have been able to do that. I tell you the best thing <coughs> about it as well. Yeah. He gave me his green man ticket after. <laughs> yeah, fuck oh. yeah. <laughs> no way. yeah fair. And I enjoyed it as well. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. I'm really, really, yeah. fucking, really enjoyed fucking enjoying it. Then. Be- best thing for me was I didn't have to spend a weekend with Cheska. Oh, <laughs> you're not ready. Shots fired. Yeah. yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But talking musically about that song, like the the vocals on the intro, you got the uh, you got the woo in the right and the left, and then you got the like the split in the voice as well, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. comes back together as the yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. And that just like sets the tone for the rest of the song. Yeah, yeah, I think. Um, go on, Al. After you. I, I was gonna say it's Cheska's idea solely that one, wasn't it? Maybe not. Then, but oh, look on his face. You and the, what you I'm not giving you much there to go what off, really. Yeah. Well, the wap no, 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 the intro. Yeah. Where, where are oh, you down, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. That was me. Now. That was all me. No, I'm, <laughs> I, 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 no, I can't take credit for that because I don't even remember it. So I'm gonna put it down as a team effort after everything. But yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I'm trying to think of the day we did vocals. It was in my bedroom that day. I think one of my housemates had came back, so we had to like move the whole setup into my room, which was inconvenient to say the least. Um, 
Better acoustics, though. Better acoustics, All yeah. those pizza boxes on your bed. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it was lockdown. It was a tough time. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't really remember much about this song, to be honest. It was oh. off the fly, I think, I'm pretty sure. I think it was quite an old song for us as well, I yeah. think. I the think song was, was there, so it was one of them ones we just bashed yeah. through and we didn't spend too much time experimenting on. It was like, we all know our things and and that. So That's like, like a proper, like, rooted in our roots since, like, even Mortgage Anthem when we did all... All those kinds yeah, it's of an songs older, and things uh, like that. One so of the oldest, that was like maybe like maybe even like the fourth or fifth song we ever took yeah, the very gig old, in. Very so old, very old. Which, we like which really one are we talking about? A <laughs> 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 no go. Ah, okay. Yeah. yeah so yeah. that was like that was like <laughs> that was stapled in our roots for a long time, and yeah. I think. And it's good because I think it, it it like the lyrics convey the sort of era Just that we were living in man yeah, but it's like the you were smoking dope you were smoking dope we were all smoking but also the comedy <laughs> the comedy factor of the whole band is like last night i smoked all of my weed on my own and a lot of the times when i sing that to a crowd i see a lot of people like laughing and it's kind of like fuck me i used to smoke dope on my own shit and yeah. everybody actually thinks that it's yeah. about smoking dope and when you actually listen to the lyrics it's quite anti-weed no, isn't well, it yeah well it's just like you know not that we it's an honest conversation about it yeah yeah no glorification around it yeah we want we want people we want people to talk about it smoke weed if you smoke weed but you know be careful and it's like you know any drug drinking alcohol be careful valiums up a tree daniel jones be careful (laughs) (laughs) maybe only do two maybe don't do eight yeah (laughs) (laughs) and maybe that type of acid didn't help (laughs) (laughs) yeah just do half no but seriously (laughs) moderation is key life i think so uh it's about that at least that's what we say anyway that allows us to sing about smoking weed and things so yeah yeah i think we have all sort of uh found a direction since then yeah as well yeah. i don't know we're i'm serious now. speaking we're for serious myself yeah, now, by you but yeah i don't know i a lot of time i find myself being on stage talking about songs where it the lyrics about smoking weed, and it's like I haven't smoked a spliff in about five years. <laughs> <laughs> what, are, what are we talking about, sort of thing? But it's I don't a know. cautionary tale, that's what it, it is. is. Yeah. It's just past, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. It's telling the story about who we are and how we are now. You can't live off other people's mistakes, but it's nice to have a little uh, insight. insight and to know that yeah, other people exactly. are living the same life, sort of thing. I don't know. Yeah, no, I'm, I follow you, man. I'm Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Fair. I think, well, like, yeah. <laughs> What's it mean to you, Ben? Go on, tell what us what it means to you. Yeah, it'd be quite interesting. In all fairness, it is that cautionary tale of like you know, everybody considers marijuana as like quite a benign drug. Um, yeah, 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 And it doesn't like affect people's lives and stuff like that, but it does. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And because it's not like such a destructive drug, such as uh, class A's like cocaine yeah, yeah, or something yeah, exactly, like that, which yeah, yeah. has like a serious implication on someone's life. It's it's just one of those ones that clips somebody's heels and just pulls them down by their coattails and does stops people fulfilling their potential. Yeah. So in that sense, in that sense, it can become even more destructive because you're not like aware of it or like yeah, yeah, it's actually yeah, precisely. Yeah. My nan doesn't call it the devil's lettuce for nothing. Manuel, I'll have to have a bit of respect yeah. on that. Bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was that was hard, bro. 
That was hard boy. But uh, anyway, after that little segment sponsored by Frank, talk about drugs. Oh. Um, who the fuck is Tarn? Talk to Frank. <laughs> Tarn is yeah. one of Naniel's many, many nicknames. Alter egos, yeah. He used to be Daniel. Then he was Naniel. And then, then he, he was Dan Tarnabi. Tarn. Plart. Dan Tarnabi. Plart. I vaguely remember playing a game of Ring of Fire. Um, was it Ring of Fire? Yeah. And, and we had to name. name... How many names has Nanny had? <laughs> He's and gone... We went round and round and round and round. Yeah, the one-ton warrior, and, uh, the ton-ton man. Ton, Literally, you, ton, can, you can make ton, him up ton, on the spot. He's yeah, probably honestly, been called it. Anything... You can call him anything, but he's got the most nicknames. Pretty much anything other than my actual name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I've ever he went through you a Daniel. phase of calling him Daniel, and it was like really weird. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think anyone actually liked it. He's like, "What's Daniel saying?" I said, like, "Who's Daniel?" Daniel Love. Daniel Love. Tuntun. Oh fuck yeah, Tuntun. Yeah, Daniel. Yeah, I got him. We might have to stall when this comes out, as opposed to when the album comes out, because like there's a reply from the guitar. Like you know, as soon as you say, "What's the line?" You have to remind me what the line is. Uh. Tarn, your food's your ready. Food's your food's ready, ready Tarn. Yeah, and then yeah, bam, yeah, yeah, yeah. Guitar with the wah wah yeah. comes in. Yeah. I'm like, so the intro to Tarn is about Tarn. And you got that, uh, he's got the manual love. Wait, that's coming up, bro. Yeah, that's for later. So moving along. Oh, yeah, we got, <laughs> at the end of Anogo, we <laughs> go into Tarn, which is like the highlight Tarn was, of it, my it, fucking whole album. Yeah, Tarn, at the end of Anogo is Tarn, which was. A song by me and Dan about um, I was uh, I was pretending to be Daniel's mother and <laughs> telling him that his food is ready and that he needed to be at the dinner table to eat his food, and I had uh, had the riff. The Heads are going. And uh, I was dressed up as his mother. We we did like a little video in lockdown where I was his mother in a in a judge's wig and a dress, <laughs> and Daniel was late for his dinner, which I wasn't very happy about. And so Elliot, I made him eat. Elliot did like some sort of video edit, which was completely different to the storyline that we had. <laughs> but no, I the, woke the up one day in lockdown with a load of fucking random videos of these two dressed up in dresses, and they were like, "I'll do your best." Like, <laughs> I was like okay. So, so in day. translation, Daniel is Naniel, but also Darn. Daniel is Tarn. <laughs> but then there's so many other ones. So if you ever hear a chat and shit, it's usually about him. Yeah, yeah I think like Tarn, the song, was originally um, on, on the end of LP, which is on the EP that we came out with. Which also has to a say. surprise to it in the middle of. But we kind of wanted it to be on the album, didn't we? So we thought, let's check it on the end of an ogo. But there's like a massive decibel drop between the two songs, which you can hear out. Uh, it's too late to fix it now, so we've got to stick with it, I suppose. Yeah, it's but the bit that goes, we're going to get fucked up tonight. Yeah, yeah. That was the outro of t Tarn, which was the original song that me and Dad did, Dan did in lockdown before the album was recorded. Um, but we liked it so much that we wanted it to be on the album, so we, we spliced it on the end of... Um, an ogo, wasn't it? It's kind of a common theme throughout the album, yeah. actually, thinking about we it. We had all it? these bits to be were just like, we can't leave this off the album, so we just wanted to, like, shoehorn it in any way we could, so... Um, I love that, though, like, because it, yeah. it really brings, em like, yeah. MF Doom sort of vibes, yeah, like, yeah. you and know, like, just a slice and spice it, yeah. and just yeah. bringing, yeah. like, those little samples in and stuff, yeah. And if you like the White Album, there's a, at the end of um, Cry Baby Cry, there's a bit of uh, Paul McCartney doing a song called... Um, can you take me back where I came from? Can you take me back? 
and that's just like spliced in and it's not credited credited and um credited. it's like <laughs> it's such a nice piece of music and it's like yeah yeah listening to it as a beatles fan it's like fucking hell that was banging and um yeah just one yeah, more of it so yeah so just sticking that on the end it's just like fuck it right, i was like just saying that i as a fan i want i hear those bits and want more as well mm. you have the mic back mm. it's great to have that uh to um feedback yeah to um to give back yeah it's great yeah right next two let's go two three four oh i didn't mean to be such a tease but that is what we call a rap on side a so now's the time to flip that record over, refresh your beverage of choice, and hunker down for more sonic action and belly laughs on side B. I'll see you there, my compadres, to sit down and soak it up. Mm-hmm. 